Hello and welcome to Revive, a podcast based on a morning radio show here at KZLX. We are on our second week of discussing movies. Um, This is the March Madness movie bracket for action and adventure. Um, I'm your host, DJ Humble, here with the music man. What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, I'm still alive here. Yeah. Coronavirus. (laughs) Now you don't have it, do you? No, no. Okay. I, well, I'm thankful about that, though. <laughs> we do have a couple cases in our county, though, which is crazy. But to kind of take our mind off of all that, we're going to talk about movies. Uh, we have a guest with us once again. Thanks for joining us, Will. Hello. Last week we. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> all right. But anyways. Yeah, we'll, we'll get right into it here. What's our first, uh, what's, what do we have first up, Preston? All righty. So, so how, I, um, how I ordered this is, since it was so long last time, we're doing it with four different movies per category, per um, bracket. So I went through one through 24, and I broke it down into like one through four, four through eight, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So um, for your first, for the first four, we have at the first seed, Lethal Weapon, at the second seed, Jaws, at the third seed, Rambo, and at the fourth seed, Rocky. Man, this is hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those are all so good. When you say Rambo, is this like First Blood? Um, Like the first movie is pretty great. Yeah, I, I'm, like I'm going. I'm from like 2000, whatever. I'm not. I'm going. I'm going off the original. Okay, so I think it'd be First Blood, right? Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah, 1982. Yeah. Oh boy. So are we picking like the best one out of each of these four? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it says okay. So our category for this week is action and adventure. Right. Yes. So I'm just trying to figure yes. out like what's an actionist movie out of these four choices. See, um, see I don't know. I, I would probably consider Rocky more of a drama than like an action movie. Um, you could also probably make the case that it's an adventure of a uh, Philadelphia low time heavyweight boxer who's trying to like make ends meet by being a hitman and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you could make that argument. But Rambo seems more of the action adventure uh, type beat that we're trying to go for for this particular week. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and 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 see whenever kind of like what you said about Rocky. I have that same thing about Jaws. I feel like it's classified more as like a horror movie compared to like action adventure. Usually, that's what you assume Jaws is nowadays. Yeah, so it's a classic horror film, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's. I would say it's more of a horror film, so I would cross that off the list, in my opinion. So, and I don't know. I still like. Was it Sylvester Stallone? It, who, who's in Rambo? That's Stallone. Okay, that's Stallone. I, have two I feel Stallone like movies here. <laughs> yeah, I I would rather go with Rambo than Lethal Weapon, just because it's more action pack compared to lethal weapon yeah out of these four i just gotta say that rambo 
for what it is, it's the most action-esque film out of these four. I'm, well, Lethal Weapon, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's probably down to Rambo and Lethal Weapon. Uh, Rambo there at the three seed and Lethal Weapon at the first. But um, I, I credit where it's due, Jaws and Rocky are good films, but Rambo kind of beats him out. Yeah. So And and I and I just and all those those are good movies. I feel like they don't match the category. Yeah. That's the thing. So to decide right. the winner between Lethal Weapon and Rambo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um what's your take? I remember I watched Le- Le- last time I watched Lethal Weapon was like when I was ten. It's pretty good. I mean I'm not the biggest Mel Gibson fan. I just from what he's done in the past, I'm not like too keen on it. Um, I haven't seen him in stuff recently, but um, except Daddy's Home too. Apparently, I think like that's his <laughs> last big role. Yeah. Oh boy! So there's that. Um, I don't know. I we watched Rambo First Blood um, in like I actually watched that in college, like in a class. It was in an <clears throat> intro to lit class. Really? Right? That's interesting. Yeah. And um, I don't know if First Blood is based on a book, um, but I don't know why we watched it thinking back on it. Like I'm, <laughs> and we spent like four days on, on watching this first blood movie um, just because of like how class periods were timed out and stuff. And I think it was one of those things where the teacher really liked it, but, and we were just kind of there for like the ride, obviously is <laughs> what we're not, we can't disagree or else we're going to get an F. Um, See, I guess Rambo first blood just because of that weird lit teacher who wanted to. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's I'm, awesome. I'm gonna go with Rambo too. I feel like I had more of an impact compared to Lethal Weapon. You see how groupthink, you know, persuades people into <laughs> <laughs> into into consolidating. Yeah, that's so true. So I, I guess also, Rambo wins. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, I I concur. Rambo took the cheese on that one. All right. Um, for the second part, we have at, at the fifth seed, Casino Royale. At the sixth seed, Pulp Fiction. At the seventh seed, The Dark Knight. And taken at the number eight seed. First off, when I whenever I saw this bracket, I immediately took Taken off the list. Although it is an action movie. I just feel like the other three had a better impact culturally than Taken did. Besides, you know, you know Liam Neeson saying, I will find you and I will kill you. But I don't know. All, the, all, these, all these movies, except Casino Royale, and I'm talking about like this entire list, you know, they have at least like one catchphrase that you can get. And I hate Casino Royale because it's the worst <laughs> Bond movie. <laughs> I was I going to say the same thing. I really hate that movie. I saw it once, and <laughs> I'm just not a fan. I don't. I'm, know. I'm not a fan either, really. But yeah. Um. See, with the Dark Knight, I'm thinking about it. I just feel like um, what made it great was um, what was it? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I don't know why I'm, I blanked out real quick. Well, I think like, the Dark Knight was really—it uh, was a superior Christopher Nolan film before like Dunkirk and Interstellar, um, yeah. and it—it it was like it almost became like a a really weird meme 
as far as like develop the development of the Joker goes, where like everybody yeah. said like Heath Ledger was better than like Jack Nicholson and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I see like Joaquin Phoenix as the superior Joker, and maybe that's like a bit controversial to say, but I think that this film held up a good reputation for the better half of about ten years before Joker really took that torch and kind of led this like whole Joker revolution to a new max. Mm-hmm. And also there's things like Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey that have really helped that kind of uh, thing for DC Comics. Um, yeah. Again, this is probably stuff that you would hear on like, you know, Nerd Central or other KNWT nerd shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, depending on who is who this audience is. But yeah. for Nermageddon, because they're also, they were also on KZLX. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, they would probably make those same arguments. So I think the Dark Knight has held up a good reputation as far as the the pop culture relevancy goes. Um, pulp, you have a pulp fiction on our. Uh, oh, I'm I'm reading the. Oh yeah, I am reading the black bracket. Yeah, um, it's pulp fiction on the. Uh, <laughs> I think it's really funny. Hey. Hey, 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 um, to give you reference, I made this at 4 a.m. <laughs> he, he, he makes it, uh, you have to make it at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. There's no normal dates, so. Yeah, <laughs> especially for me. <laughs> I, I like oh, Pulp Fiction just because of the, uh, the, the action in it, and I think it tells a really good story by having things out of order, and it makes the audience kind of participate in what's going to happen next. So... I think out of all these four films, it'd probably go to Pulp Fiction. Um, I'm actually not too crazy about Tarantino's work in general. Um, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and uh, Kill Bill Volume One and Two on this list before, and I think it was. I think there were awesome films and stuff. Uh, maybe it's just not my cup of tea. Um, I think it's between this movie and Inglorious Bastards. Uh, those are the two ones that I uh, am really more uh prone to really pay attention to because of that action mm-hmm. aspect towards it so yeah for me on this list it'd be pulp fiction i just see as you can tell from the last list i go off more about impact in the movie industry compared as well as i look at the actual genre itself i just feel like although dark knight had it was a really great movie especially for the joker betrayal but I just feel like Pulp Fiction, I mean, it's a classic movie by Quentin Tarantino. Everybody knows it. Between, you know, John Travolta, Samuel Jackson. Great quotability between, you know, the, um, the quarter pounder with cheese. You know what they call a burger in France or whatever. Royale well with the, cheese. Yeah, Royale with cheese. And then you also have the um, interrogation scene with Samuel Jackson, which... I've, English. it always makes me laugh. Speak it? Yeah. Say what again? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I, I like Quentin Tarantino. I like his director style. It's very unique and very bloody. But I, I got to go with Pulp Fiction more than Dark Knight. Because I like the, I, although I feel like the Joker just made it. Although Christopher Nolan, good job for your, good job for bringing DC you know since has been going well recently besides like birds of prey and suicide squad and all that yeah yeah i'll 
I'll play devil's advocate here and choose Dark Knight. Um, I mostly just choosing this because of my big fan of you know the the uh, the villains and the portrayal of villain of the villain in this film. Um, I think it does a really good job at that. And um, kind of like Will was mentioning earlier, the whole Joker portrayal, um, Joaquin did a really good job, but I still feel like Ledger still wins and has done, you know, it kind of showed his performance just made more sense to me, I guess. But um, The Dark Knight, because of its versatility, I think it wins in my opinion. I know that both of you voted for Pulp Fiction, so that's going to win and move on to the next part, but um, yeah, I would choose Dark Knight over Pulp Fiction. Um, I know that Tarantino's a legend, and I gotta recognize that, but uh, yeah, just personally, Dark Knight's a better movie, in my opinion. So, I think um, it comes as like a really strong second for me, and I yeah. would also agree with those same terms, but I think Pulp Fiction is like just a more favorite, in my opinion. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so we have Pulp Fiction moving on, although I still respect Dark Knight. <laughs> all right. Um, coming up now, we have the greatest Christmas movie of all time, Die Hard at the ninth seed. We have Apocalypse Now at the 10th seed, Goldfinger at the 11th seed, and True Grit at the 12th seed. Now, to clarify, the True Grit is the 1969 version with John Wayne in it, not the new one. Even though, like, both versions are pretty good, quite honestly. There's, yeah. like, uh, that who's that? Haley Steinfeld, who, like, is 10 years old in the 2010 version or whatever. And they got, like, mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges, you know, playing, like, the John Wayne role. The 69 version's great, you know, but both roles are pretty – I don't know. Both movies are pretty good. Most people hate <laughs> on the new one, so. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about it, BJ Humble? Yeah, um, it's really kind of a hard lineup because you have True Grit where obviously there's a remake um, and when usually remakes don't turn out, like either the remake is pretty dang good or it's just not. And it was a, it was pretty good. Like it didn't disappoint. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of makes me want to vote for it just because of that. But I also have a special place in my heart for Die Hard. I can pretty much essentially cross off Apocalypse Now and Goldfinger just because I've only seen them like once and it's been a while. And so I'm not too familiar, but I'm super familiar with the other two. So for me, it kind of boils down to those two, Die Hard and True Grit. Um, what's your take, Preston? I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, this, I mean, I, this goes back to Goldfinger. I, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I really do not care about, like, the James Bond movies whatsoever. I don't know. I feel like they're very boring compared to other movies. I I, I enjoyed Austin Powers more just because it's got that humor slash action that I like. Action comedy. Okay. So I would have crossed off Goldfinger anyways. Um, Die Hard? I mean, it's a it's a... I know everybody assumes it's a Christmas movie or whatever. I mean, it, it's a unique, <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a um, it's a nice um action movie. You know, since I mean, you got the classic quote, "Yippee ki yay, mother trucker." Oh, good save. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I I really enjoy westerns. Preferably, I I um I'm a huge John Wayne fan. Okay. So, hold on, hold on. Can I can I sell you on Apocalypse Now? Sell sure, me. go ahead. Okay. So Francis Ford Coppola, back in like the early '70s, had an idea for the Vietnam War movie. Okay. Now this movie's crazy. It's crazy, 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 crazy. Have you guys seen it? Apocalypse I... Now. Yeah, have you guys um, seen that movie? I'm going to be honest, I have not seen it. Oh! However, I do I do want to see it, though. I mean, it was on Netflix. I think it's still on Netflix, uh, if you check around. Otherwise, it's on, like, the Criterion channel and stuff. Um, it could be also at your, like, your local video rental store, probably somewhere in there. But Apocalypse Now is a crazy, crazy film. Um, there's so much things that go into this movie. I can't even the actors are taking heroin on set. Um, the director, Francis Ford Coppola, like basically wants to commit suicide because nobody's listening to him. Um, there's floods and hurricanes that are ruining the set. Um, the local villagers who they uh, were, you know, filming with um, as far as the jungle scene movies uh, basically protested and like burned half their stuff. Somebody spiked the lunch table at the with PCP or something like that. Uh, Martin Sheen like basically broke like several bones and had blood all over his face and other areas because he just got drunk every single day with this film, and it's still like it it still was made, and that's like the most surprising part of it all. You know, all the drugs and violence and horrible things that went on during like pre uh pre-production and and afterwards probably it all you know got there it's like a a hundred hours of like footage in general the director's cuts like four hours about just the worst parts of vietnam and stuff um hundreds of bombs of like napalm had to be exploded several times in between takes it's just a crazy crazy movie and i love talking about it just because there will never be a film that has that much mistakes um, ever again. And like, still it gets made, you know what I mean? And I just, I love how people like supported it in the theaters, which they didn't. And then it came out on like home video and stuff. And then a bunch of like, you know, retired veterans started to promote the video and all that. It's a great, great action. And it's an, it's an adventure movie. Um, it's based on a book, Heart of Darkness. It's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of stuff that goes into there. You could write it. There's an entire movie based on this movie. It's like the, the director's uh, in Apocalypse Now, the uh, documentary or something like that. Um, yeah, this is a crazy, crazy movie that nobody really seems to know the backstory of. So with that in mind, you can pick whatever you want. But I'm just saying one of these movies is bad stuff crazy. You know what I mean? I did not know that. That is awesome. That is awesome. (laughs) It's one of the craziest films that ever got made. And like the even Francis Ford Coppola like had to be like put in like in a in isolation for several months afterwards. Um Martin Marlon Brando's in it, didn't bother to like learn his lines or anything like that. So he basically just like went crazy and like didn't want to act for like the rest of his life. 
until like wow. 2003 when he died or something like that. It the the list goes on, boys. The list goes <laughs> on. Just a crazy film, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, that does sound pretty crazy. So any, anyway, you, you can pick I am. I'm pretty sold. Like, I want to watch it again just so I can think of that while I'm watching it. You know. I don't know. It's just such a carefully crafted movie too. And I'm just, I'm really happy that people get into it and stuff because you literally cannot make a movie like this anymore. It's just, it's quite impossible in my opinion. Yeah. There's no way. That's, that's, that's pretty interesting. For them. Dang. Yeah. And it's, it's like one of my favorite movies too, you know, which is why I want to like defend it as much as I can. <laughs> Well, what's your take, Preston? <laughs> you throwing that curveball, especially <laughs> with PCP and all that stuff. You gotta. And plus, I've I've always wanted to see the movie, although I've I've never seen it before. I always wanted to see it because I heard it's a classic, in the action movie genre. You know, and, and now that you have officially sold me again, what? <laughs> it it just seems. It seems so crazy, especially with like the production that I kind of want to see it more. I so, mean, it's it all gets put together for like a three-hour experience. So, I'll go with Apocalypse Now. Congratulations, Will you sold right. me? We, is Apocalypse sold Now us. is is Apocalypse Now um, Will's vote as Will? Uh, yes. Okay. I. I'm just gonna go with Die Hard that way. <laughs> I know I was I was pretty sold on Apocalypse Now, but I'm gonna go with Die Hard um, just to kind of even it out, I guess. I yeah, know no, it's it's a good movie. Apocalypse is moving on to the next round, but I got to put my vote in for that good solid film that everybody knows at least a little bit about. So. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right, you guys ready for the next round? Yep. All right. At the 13th seed, we have Avengers Affinity War. We At the 14th seed, we have Kill Bill, Volume 1, not Volume 2. At the 15th seed, we have Get Out. And at the 16th seed, we have The Terminator. Ooh. It, it's, hard, it's hard between two of these for me. I, I'm going off of See, Impact... What I'm going on impact, how much action's in the movie, and plus, I'm, uh, especially with Avengers, the box office success it had. Yeah. What What are your thoughts about it, Will? Um. Okay. So, I think Get Out uh, was a great entry, um, but I don't know if it fits the qualifications for an action and adventure. I would consider it more of a thriller. I liked Us a lot better. Um, that was like last year, I think. Um, yeah. I thought it was like a really cool yeah. movie. It's, like it's a crazy movie. movie. Yeah, I thought that was like, I thought it was creepier in my opinion, but um, Kill Bill Volume 1's okay. Um, again, like I, I'm not crazy about Tarantino's work, but um, I thought like a whole bunch of parts in that movie with Uma, Thur- Uma Thurman were uh, really interesting. Uh, and I also am a big fan of T2, but not uh, the Terminator, or at least the first one. T2 is like a awesome, crazy, good action-adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Terminator's all right. But I do think that Avengers Infinity War fits the bill better um, because I consider this like one of the biggest uh, successes of our generation as far as movies go. Um, I think it universally brought a lot of people together even like, you know, the, if you're seeing this film with your girlfriend and she don't know what's going on, she can still have like an emotional impact when like Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. are on screen and they're all like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. And it's heartwarming and people like it a whole bunch and stuff. So I don't know. I think as far as like greatness goes, Avengers Infinity War like fits, fits it better for this particular category. All are great films, don't get me wrong. It's just, it's the mm-hmm. same with like Pulp Fiction in this instance, so. Sure. Infinity War. And yeah. and, spe- and with Infinity War though, it's such a action-packed movie between, you know, the fight going on with um, Thanos, was it Thanos and, if I remember correctly, was it Captain America or was it Thor? I'm not sure what you're trying to say. Oh, uh, Infinity War. Before you like, you should have you should have um, aimed for the head, for the snap. Oh yeah. Who? What? Who? I think I feel like it was Captain America. I do not know why. Don't hate me, whoever's listening. But yeah, I'm I'm not a huge Marvel person, but yeah, but they get the idea. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it had such a great build up. And it had such a great build-up for the Marvel movie franchise. Mm-hmm. And and it had such a great, you know, like I said about box office, it made such a large amount of money from it. Yeah. And and going off and going off like the actual movie itself, Marvel, I mean actual company Marvel, multiple generations can watch this movie. Between, you know, you have like your Kid, you have your kids that are interested in comics compared to like you know some adults high as 30 40 i mean i i know pete i know um uh i just know that my some of my family they watch it too so i'm going off avengers affinity war just because of how many people just because of the impact as well as um how uh, for how much of a variety of people can watch it compared to, you know, the Terminator and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so to build off what both of you said, like, the Terminator would definitely be a close second for me, just because, um, you know, it's a classic film. It's a classic action film, kind of action. You could even go as far as to say action horror, kind of the same as Get Out, like, um i'm a big fan of get out like that's one of my favorite all time i classify that as a horror movie though less action more horror um so i don't know if we have a horror movie bracket but we should for sure do one i don't know but but for for this category i'll kind of agree with both of you and say avengers wins because of all the things that you said, plus the fact that like it built up to the great finale in the next, the next film. Mm -hmm. So it, it was a great way to kind of set up that last, you know, end game 
and you know so that was right. i'm not a big marvel like i'm not the hugest marvel fan like i, I love the movies but i don't know everything about them so but right. yeah i will say that that wins so all right uh, avengers made it all right now we have the 17th seed rocky four congratulations rocky you made it twice <laughs> uh the 18th seed we have the matrix at the 19, we have No Country for Old Men. And at number 20, we have John Wick. Wow. Tough one again. I think, like, Javier Bourdain is one of those people that you don't see a lot in movies anymore. Um, he's the main actor in uh, No Country for Yay. No Country for Old Men. Um, I think he won a uh, an award for it. Maybe the Academy Award? I'm not sure trying to look that up right now but um he's been in a couple he's like a spanish actor so um obviously i don't see him in a whole lot of movies concerning that um another good coen brothers film in my opinion uh there's a whole bunch of stuff that um goes into it but i actually really like the book a lot better um that's by one of my favorite authors it's a cormac mccarthy he made another book um do you guys remember uh blood meridian or um uh, what was the other one he did? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, sure. But he, he wrote like a, a bunch of other good things and stuff. Oh, The Road. The Road. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for so The Road. Same guy and stuff like that. So I really kind of enjoyed his work and stuff. And I think he's, Cormac McCarthy's still alive, I'm pretty sure. He's like 86. I think so. Um, but I think out of all four of these, The Matrix was really cool in my opinion. The sequels weren't so great, but yeah. I think that the turn of the century brought a lot of like cool conspiracy theories about simulations and how everything is like a lie or computers are going to take over the world with AI and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, I felt like that was like really cool uh, ideas that were brought to like film in general. I like John Wick. Um, that's another one on our list. I like John Wick 3, Parabellum, a lot more. Um, that's, yeah. Maybe not a lot of people would agree with me on that, but um, John Wick 3 is a little bit more superior than the first one. And then again, Rocky 4 is great, but it's not really for this category of action and adventure. So my vote goes to The Matrix, uh, 1999. So. Well, what, are your, what are your thoughts, um, DJ Humble? Yeah, to me, Rocky is a drama. Rocky Four, pretty much all of them to me are dramas just because of the situation he's in. Yeah. Um, most great sports films do fall into that category of drama rather than action. But, um, you know, I've seen New Country for Old Men. It's one of those classics. People are like, oh, this is a great movie. I got kind of bored. I don't know. I just, it wasn't my cup of tea. And some, some people give me hate for that. That's all right. Um, so for me, yeah, it's definitely the Matrix or John Wick. And when you look at those two just side by side, um, I'm a big guy that, you know, a guy that's big on, uh, great classics and the Matrix kind of falls under that category for me for action. Um, the Matrix wins in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I did enjoy, I like, um, Keanu Reeves a lot. Although, uh, especially, you know, going back to the last list, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
yeah. but uh, and it's a great action movie. And I know I, I'm I'm a big video game person. I know um everybody's everybody hates Fortnite or whatever, but they actually made a um but they actually made a um list that focuses around John Wick it, to promote John Wick three. So I'm not going off that though. I just I, I do enjoy the concept of the Matrix though. It it opens up your mind a little bit, especially because what if you think you're in a simulation? Uh, and I don't know John Wick seems like your typical shooter action movie assassin. To give know. it credit, I, I, to give it yeah. credit though, John Wick does have a great plot. You know, yeah. cut guy comes in, kills your dog, like. Yeah, that's a low blow, you know. <laughs> someone, someone tried to convince me that like John Wick is basically going to be like the five stages of grief, where it's like the first one's like what denial, second one's anger, third is bargaining, and then they're going to oh. make more films based on like the other stuff. I th- I think it's a cool theory, but I don't know. I'm trying to like determine that for myself by rewatching them. That is a cool theory. I, I gotta. I'm gonna go with the Matrix just because I like the concept of what if we're in a simulation. I, I like. Cons- I like looking at conspiracy theories and all that stuff. Okay. And I, yeah, that's the, that's the main reason why I I just enjoy that. I enjoy the plot line of Matrix. It's very different compared to other movies. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. The Matrix goes. Matrix goes through. If I can actually say the Matrix. <laughs> all right. For the final round. And I'm just warning you guys with these with this round, there's mainly just two movies that are gonna go side by side. At the 21st seed, we have Raiders of the Lost Ark. At the 22nd seed, we have Star Wars Episode Four: The Empire Strikes Back. At the 23 seed, we have Predator. What? Four. Star Wars, Wars Episode Four. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I try to look at all of the Star Wars movies. Isn't five Empire Strikes Back though? Yes. Four's, four's a new hope. What the heck? Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I Have just... you ever seen Star Wars? <laughs> no. And no? I'm gonna no, because I really what? do not I, Yeah, I, I'm a I, I'm a geek. I'm more of like a video game geek rather than movies. Okay. Star Wars Battlefront. That's a Star... big game right now. <laughs> yeah. But Star Wars, yeah, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> okay. Okay. You would love Star Wars, Preston. Like you would, you would love Star Wars. I'm just saying, yeah. it is dev- that if if you have a homework assignment throughout this entire uh, social distancing thing or whatever, it's not your actual schoolwork. It's yes. to like film. Yeah. No, no, to 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 see the entire Star Wars saga in like one sitting, and then like tell me <laughs> that that wasn't like a that that wasn't a good. Uh, time thing for you honestly here's my thing though when it comes to star wars though like everybody spoils the movie so what's the whole point of seeing yeah, the movie you're, you're not paying attention you're not listening <laughs> to here 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 i'll make a compromise for you you don't have to watch all of them because there's a lot now watch the original trilogy watch the uh you know a new hope empire strikes back and uh six i'm blanking on the name of six but Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Heck yeah. Watch those three and well, you will be set. Like, so good. 
I, and I then and then you watch the third one, uh, and then you watch the prequels, which are pretty good, you know, in my opinion. I don't. I'm just. I'm a big Star Wars person. Okay. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Everything, but. Okay. You, okay. You, need, you. This is a really. We will interrupt this podcast to tell you that you need to watch Star Wars. <laughs> Just okay. one movie, just one movie, and if you, they're on okay. Disney Plus, they're on Disney. Okay. Plus. All right, back to okay. the back to the all bracket. Right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, the other one, twenty four, was Mission Impossible Fallout. But anyway. <laughs> okay. But um, you know, I, I'm before before we get started the movies, I'm gonna go back to Star Wars Battlefront real quick. I do not hate the game, as in gameplay wise. I just hate the company behind the game. How much controversy oh, yeah. got well, in I mean, with the loot with the loot systems? Yeah, everybody the game on that. Yeah, but, and especially when you have to pay to win in order to win the like to be better at the game. That's what I do not like. Anyways, let, let's go on with the thing. <laughs> yeah, Raiders uh, of the Lost Ark, pretty good movie, but I'm not super big into the Indiana Jones films, you know. It's got a great soundtrack. Um, so does Star Wars, though. Um, like I said in the last episode, I'm a big fan of movies that have good soundtracks. Um, and for me, out of this, you know, this list, you got a couple slotted in here that have really great ones. You know, Mission Impossible, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Star Wars, all three of those, you know, just really do. Yeah. But I don't know. It's hard for me because I'm a Predator fan, but I'm not as much of a Predator fan as I am of like Star Wars and Mission Impossible. So I don't know. I just rambled without making a decision. If somebody else can say some things to help me make a decision, that'd be cool. here. No, 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 Here, here, here. Let, let me let me give my opinion about it. <laughs> Okay. Even, even though I've never seen, I've never watched Star Wars. I respect the movie. I, I respect, because it made such a cultural impact, especially in the nerdy geek genre. And basically, I mean, you hear everybody talking about Star Wars nowadays. It's you know? weird. Yeah. And I feel like it had such a bigger impact in movie, and like just movies in general. Compared to like all the other, all the others, although Raiders of the Arsenal, Raiders of the Lost Ark was greatly in, it was a great movie and it did have a lot of like memorable scenes in it. Star Wars just, it was so much, has what's I'm looking for. It's more, it's more uh, rewatchable compared to Raiders of the Lost Ark. You can catch my drift. So I'm going to be honest with you, although I've never seen it. I got to go with Star Wars just because of how much of an impact it had on the movie industry and as an action movie. So anyway, okay. you're going ahead, Will. You're going ahead, well, Will. Yeah, I think you're right about like the impact that it has on the industry because they were doing things with Star Wars that had never really been done before. Um, the thing with visual effects were, were pretty limited in, in theaters and stuff. And then all of a sudden they came out with, a new hope um at the time it was just star wars and it came out it was it was breathtaking because there was a whole bunch of like crazy stuff uh that was happening with this action genre 
Um, and it was like space. And I think that was like really cool for people because it was exploring new ideas about what could constitute a, uh, a sci-fi movie and stuff. So I think that Empire Strikes Back is like the best movie out of all of those because of its because of those same things but i think for the most part it's like storytelling it's the iconacy of like the lines and the score and everything in it um i think a lot of people would probably agree with me on that um yeah. unless if you are one of those people who likes revenge of the sith as your number one pick or um the newer <laughs> movies and stuff which is cool i mean like you can that's whatever but i do think that this one holds up the most like or at least if it's not in like your top five or whatever for the Star Wars picks, um, so I, I I think it's funny. Yeah. The o- the only thing I remember from the Star Wars franchise is just Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> that's that's really sad. That's really no, sad. No, 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 I just remember because of how much hate he has against him. He's the worst. <laughs> you, you don't know like Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Luke no, Skywalker. I, I, no, I know who they. I I know who Darth Vader and Chewbacca are. And yeah, because Darth Vader. Yoda. He's he's the robot guy that follows Luke and all them. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we but, both um, cringed at that, but hey, um, hey, is it C P three O or C three P O? C three P O. Hmm. You got that one. It's Cpo. <laughs> Cpo. Okay, you guys all have right. helped. You guys have helped me decide. Star Wars wins out of all of these. Yeah. In my opinion. All right. Mine as well. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the comments to be like, you, you said the wrong movie. Do you guys like have a lot of comments for this particular podcast? Uh, no? um, we just, so last episode was our first episode of the podcast. So you joined us on the very first episode. Oh, wow. But we do have some listeners for the radio show that this is based off of. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I got you. Mostly people we know. So, yeah. yeah. We have like a, a lot of correction errors on ours. So it'll be like, hey, that movie came out in 1972. No, it didn't. It came out in 1975. And then, yeah. So yeah. they would lose their mind if they, <laughs> I don't know. They, they would lose their mind if like we got anything wrong with this particular <laughs> like action pot with all these like iconic movies and stuff so yeah, yeah it's, it's all good I'm, yeah it, it's fine i mean it, we're, we're just here to have fun oh yeah. Want, yeah yeah i'm having lots of fun yeah <laughs> i'm i'm too <laughs> stupid jar jar <laughs> okay any, anyway um for round two because of time constraints we're going to round up every single movie as a final round as the final round recipient, okay? Okay. All right. So we have so, six movies that are pitted up against each other? Yes. Ooh. That's, this is going to be a long conversation. That's true. <laughs> so we have Rambo, Pulp Fiction, Apocalypse Now, Avengers Infinity War, The Matrix, and Star Wars. Episode five. Not four. Um, well, let's let's like say that this is Rambo First Blood, right? Yeah. Okay. I would do some like deductive reasoning here, but I'm not really sure if that's possible. 
you know, like take films off that don't necessarily fit the genre. Um, they're all action and all of them could be considered an adventure, you know? Yeah. Um, look, I really like Apocalypse Now and I also like Star Wars. So those two movies are probably the things that I will root for the most, but you guys can have your own opinions and I'll just like, listen, I, I gotta find like things between those two movies. Otherwise the rest of them are all right. Okay. Yeah, it's between Apocalypse Now and Star Wars Episode Five. Okay, so I'm gonna do deductive be- deductive reasoning about Rambo. I, I I just don't feel like it had such a, although it is a very action packed and adventuristic movie, I don't feel like it had made such a impact compared to these others. So I'm just gonna delete Rambo, but it's your opinion, guys. Yeah, you can take Rambo off, in my opinion, too, because when you have, like, just for cl- I'm sorry, just for clarification, this is First Blood we're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. It, like, it's not called Rambo, it's First Blood, and the character's name is Rambo. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. So. But, but that was, yeah, we, we pretty much could eliminate that in my opinion because when you have i don't know you have a couple classics in here with pulp fiction actually a lot of these are classics except well all of them except for avengers right yeah but it but more likely it's going to become a classic yeah that's true but i think in relevancy to this particular list i'm not sure if infinity war could beat a lot of these films you know what i mean yeah, especially Star Wars. I would, um, that's just my opinion. You know what? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with it. I mean, it is a great movie, but I, I feel like it didn't. I feel like it doesn't have the. I feel like it could be. It didn't have an impact compared to the other ones. Um. Anyway, uh, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna delete the Matrix. That's just my opinion, because although it, it was a great movie, the only thing I like about it is just the conspiracy theory behind it, about it for a living in a simulation. That's the only thing, and anybody well, could have anybody could have thought of that. No, I think like, the Wachowski brothers brought a lot of cool things to the screen. Um, a lot of like special effects stuff that um, had previously not worked for a lot of movies in the '90s had been put um, all into the Matrix because it was like the kind of cool time continuum thing with computers and uh, um, all that sci-fi stuff. I th- I thought that was like really nicely handled. Um, but compared to like all four of these movies, I would probably agree that we can take off the Matrix. So then that would leave like Pulp Fiction, Apocalypse Now, and The Empire Strikes Back. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, down to the final three. What's it going to be? <laughs> okay. So for me, I. Okay. Let's just kind of take a look. Okay, at this. Okay. We have Pulp okay. Fiction. Pulp Fiction, obvious. Obviously, you know, Tarantino and. The, the uh, the kind of impact it had behind it, awesome. Like, you, anytime mm-hmm. I want to, if if I'm like if I'm feeling an action movie, 
and I don't know what I want to watch. You could pop Pulp Fiction in, and it's like it solves it. Um, like that's that's just I don't know. It just works pretty much all the time for that. And Apocalypse Now, obviously, all the stuff we talked about with it earlier that Will mentioned, that's like obviously super unique to it. No other movie is gonna come close to having as many issues or. At least you would hope for the director to not lose his sanity. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Star Wars, though. Okay, so I'm. this is really hard for me. I don't know. These three are still really solid okay. choices. Okay, I'm going to... Okay, so... Will, you're going to hate me for this, but I, I'm... I, since, Kendrick, have you seen it? Apocalypse, Apocalypse now? now? Yeah, I've seen it, but I didn't know all that history behind it. Ooh. How much did you and like Apocalypse Now? It, it made me want to see it again after what Will said. So, I don't know. I'm but, pretty invested but, in that. But 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 <laughs> before but but before he said that though, would, would you? What? But before he said all the history, would you have seen it again if you did not know the history? I probably would have, but I wouldn't have known. You know. Um, let me let me make a point about Apocalypse Now that maybe the other two films don't have. So I think with Tarantino, he had Reservoir Dogs in 1992. And so Pulp Fiction is kind of like his second runner up towards that, where it's, it's showing pretty reputable actors like uh, Uma Thurman, Samuel Jackson, uh, John Travolta, uh, a couple of others, if you want to go down the, uh, Bruce Willis and stuff, you know, it's, it's pretty well known. And I feel like Star Wars episode well, The Empire Strikes Back would also be considered a sequel, obviously, um, to where those two films are already looked at as uh, they have a hype vehicle behind them, and then the film itself is going to get more notability because of its you know, cast and its directors and stuff and what it has to offer. So, But I think with Apocalypse Now it's different because I almost consider that film to be more of an experience that you have while watching that really gives you a sense of like almost like a real time world event that had like a super, super big impact on like how we see humanity and stuff. You know, Apocalypse Now is also based on a book. It's Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. It's a crazy, crazy book about like um, the, you know, African trade and stuff uh, with like England and uh, the, the Congolese people and stuff. Um, you can get into that probably later, but um, there's a whole bunch of like different kinds of things that they had to like really, really work on in order to make that film. So I, I just admire Apocalypse Now because it really took a lot of effort into like not give up on the film, you know, in order to create like a good action and adventure story. You know, they're, they're trying to find Marlon Brando through the jungles of Vietnam and Cambodia um, and, and trying to also find the way of like why this war is even needed um, as far as the Vietnam conflict is concerned. So I don't know. I would just make all of those um, points in order to kind of promote this uh, film out to people and not just kind of like sit through it because, you know, it's on Netflix and stuff. I feel like it's so, an experience kind of deal. So, so do you want to get yeah. rid of Pulp Fiction? Which well, up to I, you guys. I, I, uh, I, I'm fine with it or whatever. I mean, I would say, yeah, I would say you can kind of put 
Apocalypse Now and Star Wars Five against each other for the fight. The, the yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Championship, so. whatever. You're not championship, but you know. So. Oh no, Apocalypse Now. Okay, we're going down to Star Wars versus Apocalypse Now. Star Wars had such. It made such an impact, though, compared to it. It it changed like. It basically changed the movie industry. Compared to Apocalypse Now. Would you say that Star Wars Episode Five changed the movie industry or Star Wars as a whole changed the movie Star industry? Wars as a whole. Because, yes, I would totally agree with you on that. Um, episode Five, it's a good one, but it's not my favorite. Um, my favorite one's A New Hope. Um, so there's that. But I would say as an action movie... So Star Wars is more of an adventure movie and you don't you do have action with like obviously the space battle and all that um but it's more of it's not just straight up I guess it kind of depends on how you want to take this angle take this how what your lens is for which which film is better and what we want to base that off of because there's a number of different ways we could compare them but yeah you, um, you know what you know what? I, I believe that if if the list would have been just the Star Wars franchise, I would have given it to it. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Star Wars is like a puzzle. Like you need all of the movies in order to like create like the perfect storyline. Compared, you know, and, and what you, and what you said, Will, about Apocalypse Now. And it it's such it's such a unique aspect of like Vietnam era. Did you know it got did you know it's such a controversial war? Yeah, uh, I, I I think I, with I, Apocalypse Now, um, we were going back to like what kind of impact it's made on film and stuff. And you said something about Empire Strikes Back. Um, Apocalypse Now is kind of widely regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time um, because of the work that they had to put into it in order to make it work. But it's also like, it's it's a great film to look at things like cinematography, which are, it was really hard to do some of that stuff in the late 70s to get, you know, whole entire explosives together and get as many helicopters and extras in the film as you could. You know, um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, I, and, like, all those scenes are, like, pre-staged and done many, many times over. Um, so that's why it's, like, number five or six in, like, the AFI Top 100. Uh, maybe it's probably changed now, but um, it's definitely on, like, a bunch of people's, like, you know, top the, ten yeah. Yeah, as far as, like, polls go. So so my vote's, my vote's probably just going to go to Apocalypse Now because it fits the adventure action list that we're going for um in a unique sense is what i'm trying to say and I'll, it's more notable in my opinion I'll, I'll go with apocalypse now too because if we're, i feel like star wars in order for it to be like really great you need like all the pieces of the puzzle you need all like the movies in order and although like it's like at least the original it, at least the <clears throat> sorry at least the original trilogy you know you know. Yeah, yeah, but I, I like I like I like the realism realism behind Apocalypse Now. Yeah, it it, 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 it feels real compared to you know 
Star Wars. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Apocalypse Now, and both, we're gonna go with. Yeah, as to kind of sum it all up, both films do have a good take into the human spirit, the um, the uh, the ability of people to come together in situations like that. You know, um, Apocalypse Now, obviously a more realistic you know take on it. Star Wars. Um, there's something about Star Wars that kind of brings people together as well. Um, but like you, both of you said, the, the whole franchise <clears throat> as a whole would probably beat Apocalypse Now. But going based off just episode five, I got to say Apocalypse Now wins and takes uh, EW for best action adventure movie. All right. All right. Um, so we the winner now is Apocalypse Now for the second bracket. Um, and to everyone who hasn't listened to the first episode, we have Monty Python and the Holy Grail for the best comedy movie. And um, next week, we will be discussing dramas, which I know, I think all of us are going to get into arguments about, especially because, <laughs> Will, you said that genres, I mean, <laughs> dramas yeah. are one of your favorite genres. Yeah, this was are one of your favorite genres. <laughs> yeah, that's probably be my niche. So it's pretty much all I watch. And yeah. hey, see Star Wars. <laughs> it's a good couple films. Yeah, anyway. you gotta see Star Wars. <laughs> but no, I'm excited for next week. I am totally ready to. Um, talk about dramas. I like Will. I'm not, so I'm not an expert like he is. I haven't seen as many films as he has, but I'm for sure big on dramas because I'm. I like sports, you know, sports hero stories, and those are all dramas, and they fall under that. So, we'll uh, we'll be sure to have a great episode for you next week as well. And thanks for tuning into Revive. We'll see you next week when we talk about dramas. Um, be sure to tune in next semester when we start this show 7 9 a.m. on 106.7 KZLX. Um, but until then, this has been a Revive. Catch you next time.